There is a stranger who comes to this village from the sea. He comes in the winter when people are hungry and brings fish. He comes on the king tide. That was last night. Chuck. Howdy, everybody. Cinepod Movie Cast. I am Chuck Conyers. And I am Jose Joel Silhouetta. Welcome. And we are here today to. Uh, it's funny. Uh, we were about to talk about one film, but now I'm. I, um, you know, Jose and I talked, um, just like chatted over um, instant message uh, like a day or two ago. Um, on, I had on Facebook posted a, like really quick, like a couple of reviews of movies that I just saw recently. And one of them, I must say, uh, garnered one of the most. Uh, 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 full-throated reactions <laughs> I ever got from Jose with anything. I, anything. I'm usually mild-mannered about yeah. these things, but I just could not let that lie, my friend. Okay, so this is going to be so. That's why I was just like, all right, we have to talk about this first. So today we are going <laughs> to talk about the uh, Justice League film that was 2017's Justice League, uh, directed by Zack Snyder, kind of. Um, I know at one yeah. point he removed himself from the film and Joss Whedon took, do- took over in a, a certain capacity, whether it was to um, polish off the edit, um, add a few things, take away a few things, something, I don't know. He had some kind of touch on this film. Um, now I, I have to say I just saw this film recently, and I, I kind of avoided it because I've not been the biggest fan of the DC uh, treatment of any of these films. Um, you know, uh, Man of Steel was okay, um, and you have to understand <laughs> that, um, like for Jose and I, our generation, we grew up with Christopher Reeve, Richard Donner, Alexander Salkind, Superman. You know, oh, yes. Su- Superman the motion picture. You know that was and Superman two as well. We can forget about three and four, but Superman <laughs> one and two especially. It means Christopher Reeve was our Superman, and for and to a yes. certain extent, we are kind of uh, between um, the Adam West and the Michael Keaton of the Batman of it all. You know, right? So um, in these uh, newer films, the the Zack Snyder films of uh, Man of Steel and mm-hmm. then what ultimately became Batman v Superman after they decided to kind of avengerize the whole universe because initially there was it was supposed to be Man of Steel 2 but then they started doing all these crazy rewrites and then Man of Steel 2 became Batman v Superman I think that's what was going on or, uh, or, or yes. it became Justice yes. League I can't remember it was a mess what do you what do you think I think they had initially I'm talking out of my ass here. I th- I think they were going to do a uh, Man of Steel two, but they went with uh, Batman v Superman instead because my feeling is is that they wanted to get their hands on some Avengers money, yeah. and they needed to introduce the uh, the Justice League really quick. So rather than doing it one, uh, rather than doing a solo film uh, and releasing it until there was a giant Justice League team up they went they went all in with batman v with batman v superman and the results are kind of a 
kind of a mess, really. It was a mess. That was a monumental yeah. mess. Um, I yeah. and I have to say the really the only part I liked about that movie was the dream sequence. Oh, with uh, with the parademons, the apocalypse, the apocalypse right. yeah, right, and um, and then Flash breaking through the Speed Force to warn him about Superman. Listen to me now. It's Lois. It's Lois Lane. She's the key. Am I too soon? So I think that's I think that moment was flashing to something even further down the line because if they're following the injustice storyline, mm. um, Superman in the, in the comic book, if I if I remember this correctly, the Joker poisons Superman and makes him have this hallucination, and when he snaps out of it, he realizes that he kills Lois Lane. Oh wow! And he goes insane, and Batman oh. is tasked. I think if I'm not remember, if I'm, I think I remember this correct. Batman is tasked in trying to calm him down, like Batman and Wonder Woman and, and a few other people. That was a very uh, 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 intriguing sequence in that film, and mm. probably the only good thing in it, to, to be honest, um, mm. what I thought of it anyway. Yeah. Certainly, Lex Luthor was not Ugh. the best part of the movie. Jeez, I thought uh, he was horrible. Yeah, I what don't... the heck was Zack Snyder thinking? I have no idea. And he shows up again in the Justice League. Whoops. Okay, I I think I'm getting to spoilery <laughs> territory there. No, but, that uh, that's all right. We can um we can talk about now. We can talk about Justice League. Okay. Um, I think we um talked about the back a little bit. Uh, Justice League is the latest. In the uh, probably the last edition of the Zack Snyder <laughs> films, possibly. I think so. I think that's safe to say. I was expecting to be bored to death by this movie. And granted, <laughs> there are some things that are silly in it, but overall, I was <clears throat> thoroughly entertained. I was thoroughly entertained. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to contrast that with me. Sitting in the theater with my arms crossed, purse lips, <laughs> really angry at the illogic of it all. Okay, um, me. but yeah. if you had a good time, hey, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I envy you. <laughs> okay, so uh, okay, so where did it go wrong? Where did it go wrong for you? Okay, 
All right, let's start with the villain, who is um, what, what was his name? It was uh, Steppenwolf is the villain in this, Ste- right? Steppenwolf. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but they you know, went, yeah. In okay. all of these movies, the villain, the big bad, is is a cookie cutter. It's pretty much. The villain in the in this movie was like the villain in uh, I think Thor Dark World, and that was like the villain in um, Guardians of the Galaxy One, and that was you know you know what I mean. They're all kind of like the same cookie cutter villain. But I understand what you're saying. But go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, he's all CGI, which yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, that sort of removes me from. Uh, from believing in him, you okay. know, uh, at least in Lord of the Rings when they did um, Sauron, yeah, he was like you could believe that he was like a, was like an actual physical human, or I mean, or a human figure. But but this one they didn't quite get the CGI right for me, so uh, I guess I was stuck in that uncanny valley, okay, <laughs> so to speak, and. Uh, so I just didn't believe him, and and his personality was very one-dimensional. Uh-huh. I thought uh, all he was interested in was getting the mother boxes or whatever the heck they were called. <laughs> the MacGuffins. Yeah, the MacGuffins. I mean, they were like uh, they were sort of like the uh, uh, the Infinity Gems from That's the right. Avengers movies, and I and so I wasn't really too interested in the villain because he was kind of boring his powers are just so undefined mm. you know okay. he could teleport anywhere it seems so so why didn't he just teleport into um that place where they were where they were holding that one mother box in uh, paradise island instead of having to fight the uh the amazon there was a reason for that, though. There was a reason why he could not, and I don't remember what it was. There was a reason why he couldn't teleport directly to the. There was there was the one in uh, in Themyscira, and then there was the one in um, in uh, Atlantis right. that he couldn't get to directly. Oh, really? And there were certain things that had to be done in order for him to get to those two boxes. Okay. And those two things I do not remember. <laughs> <laughs> there were th- okay, so there were three boxes. Themyscira had one, Aquaman had one, and Atlantis, and mm-hmm. Cyborg had the third one. Yes, that's right. It was in his father's lab, wasn't it? Yes, is what his father used to build Cyborg. Okay, because there was all that power, he was able to harness that power and use it to. Um, to uh, save his son from that accident, but then the t- I like I kind of thought that was interesting with Cyborg how his his powers just kept growing and growing and growing, and he kind of went along with it and hmm. and learned as he was moving. I thought that was interesting. I liked Cyborg. Okay. I liked Cyborg a lot more than I thought I was going to. What do you think uh, of um, Aquaman yeah. and Atlantis? Aquaman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, he, he, he is not the, uh, the Aquaman from the uh, Super Friends, I'll tell you that. No, without the uh, voiceover. Using his special powers to communicate with fish, Aquaman summons the goldfish and the whales to help. 
Who was that? Ted Knight. Ted Knight, uh, yes. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Yeah, he's great. Oh, what that great. had that would have been free. I mean, totally out of place in this movie, but it would have been hysterical yeah. if at one point. Because at the yeah. end of the movie, they kind of hint that uh -huh. they they have a new Hall of Justice. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I thought that was cute. At that point, it was too little, way too late. <laughs> uh, because this is, it, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I haven't read the comics in years. Yeah. For Justice League, but this, this holds no resemblance to the Justice Leagues that I've read. Oh no way! Um, no, no, it doesn't. Neither does the Avenger, the Avenger movies. I mean, you you get it. I mean, look, yeah. Vision is Vision. That's awesome. Scarlet Witch is Scarlet Witch. Not dressed up like Scarlet Witch, but fair enough, you know. And uh -huh. yeah, none of those people like Spider Man's like swinging around doing his thing. War, you have War Machine and Iron Man. You know, they're 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 the characters we know in hyper accelerated s stories that we're familiar yeah. with. Mm. You know what I mean? You know they're yeah. doing um yeah. they're doing Secret Wars on TV now. They're they're doing a oh. um, they're doing Secret Wars as a series with the Beyonder and everything. Oh, I I loved that series when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That was one of my faves. Although now we're talking about Marvel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with yeah the, I know. I... With the DC movie. <laughs> but this is one I think they got I think DC got it right with this. Really? Yeah. Now granted, okay, um... I, th I mean, look, they brightened up Superman. How you doing, everybody? This is Chuck Conyers, the one half of the Cinepod movie cast. And I want to tell you guys about uh, my first novel, my debut novel, which is available now on uh, Amazon and iTunes and wherever you buy your books. It's called The Maximilian Emancipation. In the not-so-distant future, three African slave ships slip through space and time to arrive on the shores of New York and New Jersey. Imagine our political climate now ramped up to like a thousand, and something like this happens. Popular opinion is split on the cause of their arrival. Is it a scientific miracle? An act of God? A hoax perpetrated by a foreign government? Or something else? Maximilian Oroko, a Nigerian-born American, is an anthropological and linguistics expert recruited along with a team of intellectuals, scientists, and government officials to get to the bottom of this mystery. Through a combination of fate and circumstance, Maximilian learns that he has a temporal and ancestral connection to this event. Maximilian Emancipation is a fun kind of uh, satirical look at time travel. There's been this common joke that, you know, black folks can only go so far back in time before, you know, things start getting a little complicated. So I decided to take that joke and kind of turn it on his head. Well, you know, how, what if you were to go back, way back, and try to make a world where slavery never happened, never existed? How would that happen? What would that be like? And that is what the story is about. I'm a big fan of science fiction movies and time travel movies in particular, so this book is kind of like my homage to the grand sci-fi epics that I grew up with. It's a fun book, it's got a lot of fun characters in it that really move the story along. I love dialogue, I love writing dialogue, so there's, you know, there's some talky characters in this book. There are people who are reading it that are getting through it in like two or three days, so, and they're... 
dying for the sequel, which is coming out in June of 2018. So look out for that. That is book two, World Time. World Slash Time. It's a visual thing you haven't seen. But you can get the Maximilian Emancipation any place you buy books. You can get the paperback on Amazon, and you can also get a version for Kindle. You can get a version for your Nook, your iPad, your iPhone. Wherever you like to buy books, you can go. Just enter the Maximilian Emancipation and look my name up, Charles Conyers, or you can go to my website, www.stopslaverywithtimetravel.com. And you can get a bunch of information. I have a blog there, and you listen to this podcast there, and a bunch of other stuff. I'm trying to blow this website out. You're supposed to do that, you know, if you're smart with this self-promotion and entrepreneurial author stuff. So you've got to, got to build your brand. So I'm working on it. So, um, But stop. you can stop by the website. You can go on Amazon. Check it out. It's called The Maximilian Emancipation. Pick it up, please. You, I think you'll dig it. Now, on with the show. I don't know if you watched the, the Flash series on television. Uh, no. um, it's good. I like it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's like a fun little, uh, I think they're half hour uh, shows, and they're, they're fun. They're really quick and, and cool and easy and stuff. Uh-huh. They did a really good job. Uh, this is something that the, uh, some of the X-Men movies have been known for with Quicksilver, showing uh-huh. what it looks like when he's running and they kind of slow it down, and you can kind of see him doing things and stuff. Yeah. I thought it was really cool in this film, when they after they bring Superman back to life. <laughs> he grabs Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Cyborg over to trying to take him down. The Flash is running up behind him, and you just see mm-hmm. that shot of, of from behind of Superman, <laughs> and you see his eyes slowly turn and sees the flat the flat like, wait, this motherfucker sees me? That was so cool. Yeah. That was outstanding. Yeah. I like the, the action scenes in this movie. Uh, that is one thing, that's, that's Zack Snyder's strong point. That That's really his, yeah. his strength. He knows how to do a good action scene. And, you know, he's, he knows where to put the camera. He knows what moments to slow down. You know, it's it's. A... Oh yeah, you're telling me about what moments to slow. Down. <laughs> I think half his movies, half his movies are slowed down. That's annoying. <laughs> you're not a fan. That's okay. So you didn't like Sucker Punch. <laughs> I did not see Sucker Punch. Yeah, you're, I, not, you're uh... not missing a goddamn thing. Ah. You know what the sad part about Sucker Punch is? That was his pet project. Oh my god. That was something like, oh my god, if I could just make this film. Uh-huh. And it was 20 minutes of it. Like all the fantasy sequence stuff is mm. exquisite. It's fantastic. Alright. I just, you know, you just can't sit through 90 minutes of whatever the hell that was to get 20 minutes out of mm. it. It was really not right. not very good, but it's like Zack Snyder is all style and hardly any substance. Now, much like so, Tim Burton, like Tim. I'm not well, uh, Tim Tim Burton is at least original. 
you know he's got a he's got a vision and i'm yeah. not really sure yeah. i'm not sure what Zack snyder's vision is um floating garbage in the sky red <laughs> red skies um uh, <laughs> all all his movies are like dark and red and yeah you know he was like all wrong for the watchman I liked I think Watchmen. It, I liked. I liked you what liked he. The Watchmen? I liked what he did with the Watchmen. I did. Wow. <laughs> the Watchmen, the comic book, is like a subversion of comic books, right? It's it's like a it was it's comic superheroes, but with uh you know with an adult edge to it. It's yeah. almost like a deconstructionist superhero comic. Okay, so, um, so do you think yeah. that Snyder instead just made a superhero movie out of uh, a subversive superhero story? It's yeah, it's, I I think it was just way too uh, conventional. I thought, and it was like uh, the tone was all wrong. It was like a, I don't know. I mean, other uh, than the yeah. uh, other than the vagina monster, I I mean, I think he. Nah. Got, I think he yeah. got it. I mean, I think he really he did. Okay. I think he did the thing. I mean, there was a thing they, they had talked about how yeah. he had he had a copy of the um, of the graphic novel on set at all times to refer to it. <laughs> so, he, so he could piss on it. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, man. That's how I feel. <laughs> I love this. I love Raw Zulueta. This is outstanding. <laughs> This is great. All I have to do is mention Zack Snyder, and it fucking drives you <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> or, or maybe he uses it to wipe himself. <laughs> okay, so there is uh, there's nothing redeeming in Justice League for you at all. Uh, Even though I thought they okay. I thought that okay. they they brightened up Superman. I thought I liked Superman. A hell of a lot more in this movie than I did in the other movies. They made him. Uh, they made him a lot more substantive. Um, uh, and okay. I think they made him um, like towards the end. They made him like he was the closest to Chris Reeves Superman that there's been in a long time. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, the Aquaman stuff. I, I wanted a little more from the Aquaman stuff. I don't understand how. Like they have to isolate themselves under the water in order to talk to each other. Oh, they kind of okay. to, they kind of have to build a, a bubble or an air like air yeah, okay. some kind of air chamber or something. Kind of like the cone of silence and get smart. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But I don't. <laughs> I, that was kind of nah. I you know just yeah, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna be underwater, be underwater. Do Atlantis exactly. So it's exactly. like do you, every time you talk you to somebody, you have to like make the. Clear out the air. I mean, clear out the water so you can speak. <laughs> That's complicated. Yeah, that that didn't need yeah. to be complicated. Why couldn't they use telepathy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, he right. talks to fish, right? I mean, you can even have. I mean, if you want to be a smartass, like we were saying before, you, they're using telepathy to speak to each other. In moments, Superman and Aquaman head for the remote island area. An invisible killer whale! Now, the 
send this whale on a whale of a trip. Now we can get to the sub. The, the Atlantis stuff was okay. Um, mm -hmm. um, I love um, Gal Gadot can do no wrong for me. Oh my goodness. Wonder Woman. Mm. Well, as, how do you think they... Uh, did you like the way they handled her character in this movie? Um, this because I didn't. Yeah, this was um, this was a very Batman centric movie. You know, so it was like the Ben Affleck show a little bit. Um, so yeah, I um, yeah, of course I'd like. I mean, look, I'm I I think Wonder Woman's the best DC best movie DC's made by by far. Okay. Um, I thought I think she is charming and wonderful in the part. I'd love to see more yes. of her, regardless. She could, you know, read seventeenth-century um, European history to me, and I would be completely <laughs> totally enthralled by it. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, I thought um, yeah, I, th I thought she was great. Yeah, always could always use more of her though. Absolutely. Ah, okay. I I just didn't like the way they used her in the story. Uh, like, like from the first scene that she was in when she was dealing with the bank robbers in in England. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I I really don't know. You know. Um, they wanted that Wonder Woman money. Yeah. Because they were just like, holy shit, Wonder Woman did really well. We need a Wonder Woman sequence to open this movie. <laughs> so they had her come in and kick ass and that woke everybody up and it's like yes that's gonna be awesome uh, yeah but that opening sequence just didn't make sense to me um i don't know i'll have to watch that one part again i don't want to watch the entire movie but uh <laughs> I love that we're green lanterns in it too. I love that the lantern core was in it. For oh like a yeah, bit. you know, is it, I thought that green lantern was gonna show up at the end because yeah. they need seven characters for uh, for the Justice League. I I was pretty sure that the the Russian family that the Flash was helping. I was pretty sure that one of them was a green lantern secretly, but uh, that didn't happen. Well, you Me. saw the death of a lantern in the Steppenwolf scene. He kills a lantern, and yeah. he watches the ring fly off. Yeah. Now, where that goes, no yeah. one knows. That would have been cool if that had paid off a little more. Yeah. You know what was interesting was, the, uh, was that little story about how man and the Amazonians and the Atlanteans had all teamed up to fight uh Wolf before yeah that was very that was very lord of rings ish yes it was and and i would watch i would watch that movie watch that series yeah that'd be a good series yeah so this wasn't a um there were elements of it that were better than the actual whole which is you know I, that kind of seems like what a lot of these movies are these days to be honest Last Jedi mm. was like that for me. It was like there were moments in it <laughs> that were great, but overall it's just yeah. like fucking hell. This is doesn't not hang good. together. No, hang together. You know, I, I I saw that three times. By the way, 
and wow. I liked it. I liked it better the second time, and I and I really should have stopped there. <laughs> <laughs> but I started a third time, which is pretty foolish of me, and then my negative feelings came back. Wow. And as I know from whence you came from, where uh, you went, oh come on, at the end. Yeah. Where Luke was sitting down and on the stone and sees the two sons and then he disappears and I was going no this is dumb it's bullshit and you know and I know I, this is the Justice League episode I know this is not the Last Jedi episode but oh yeah I just I that annoyed me the two sons because that was the one thing he wanted to fuck I think there seems to be this. <laughs> This impression that Luke wanted to die in front of two sons. Didn't he always want to get the fuck away from two sons? Wasn't that always the thing? When he's looking out oh in, God, in yes. New Hope, when he's looking out over the vista and sees the two sons, he's not thinking, thank God I'm here. He's thinking, I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, that's an excellent point. I don't excellent get it. Point. Now he wants to go back. This is not... <laughs> Just like Mark Hamill said... This is Jake Skywalker. It's not Luke Skywalker. <laughs> not the real Luke. Not at all. Jake Lloyd Skywalker. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> the kid, they kill everything. They kill everything. And including, uh, for you, um, your childhood is, uh, is a little deader because of this movie, <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, as I, I'm telling you, DC just cannot catch a break with these movies. Uh, yeah. They bombed with Green Lantern, so they had to start all over again with uh, Man of Steel, mm -hmm. which is like halfway successful, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, and then Batman v Superman. I don't know. It's uh, a bummer. That didn't was such work a bummer. entirely. No. You know? But I was willing to go along with it. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Wonder Woman. Okay, uh, I had my hopes up there. You know, good job. Yeah, they did a great. And then they totally dropped a ball, I thought, with Justice League, which um, which I thought was kind of boring at parts, <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. Um, but you seem to have fun with this one. Um, all right, prime example. Okay. I love the opening of this movie. The little <sighs> cell phone video with the kids interviewing Superman. Oh, no. Oh. Okay, there is no payoff. <laughs> no payoff. I still don't know what the hell uh, Superman found so special about Earth. Wasn't that the question that the little kid asked? Yes. And yes. what the hell is up with Superman's mouth? In that scene, <laughs> he doesn't super. super he kind of looks weird in that in that sequence, right? Um, yeah, I'm I'm starting to think that was part of the reshoots. I think that was part of the reshoots that that sequence because it's absolutely not a It doesn't seem like a Zack Snyder thing to me at all. It seems oh, like okay. a Joss Whedon thing. It seems like oh, a, we're okay. developing a character thing more than a. Um, you know, this is gonna be really cool to shoot like a cell phone. Like it's it's yeah, right. not. Um, but that's a good question. Uh, what what did that moment pay off? Um, yeah. And to be honest, I can't think of one moment it paid off. No, at, at all. I, I'm racking my brains trying to think. Where does this pay off? It doesn't. Because the only thing that I can really remember um, 
really vehemently about him talking about his place in the world or even his place in, in regards to Batman when he grabs Batman and picks him up and he's like, You won't let me live. You won't let me die. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, that was like really the only thing that you got from him. And maybe the scenes with Lois and his mother, maybe you get a little more, but not really. Like whenever they mm-hmm. work in the love angle, it, 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 it just saps it up a little too much. I don't mind romantic scenes in these movies. I just, mm-hmm. it just kind of slow to a crawl. And I don't know if I, I don't know if it's just, I, I mean, I don't know if I like Amy Adams. I, I don't dislike her. Mm. Yeah. She, she's no Margot She's a great Kidder. Lana Lang. Yeah. Yeah, I would buy her Lana Lang. That, that's true. Yeah. Um, Lois Lane? Yeah. She doesn't have the charisma that Lois Lane... I, I That you would expect Lois Lane to have. Right. Like she's like... Lois Lane is like a broad, you know? she's Lois Lane is Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah. You know? Sure. But and Amy Adams just is not it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Of these DC movies, I like this not as much as I liked Wonder Woman, but I liked it more than Man of Steel, and I liked it more than Batman v Superman. I don't know if that says a lot, but it does. Mm. <laughs> but I did. I I um, <laughs> I was entertained by this movie. I I did like Ezra Miller as the Flash. He was funny. Yeah, and he added a much needed levity. I thought. To the proceedings. I like what was your super. What's your when he asked um, Batman what what his superpower is? And he asked uh, <laughs> Bruce Wayne what his superpower is, and Bruce Wayne says, "I'm rich." <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I've seen that internet meme for years. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and they finally use it in a movie, and Ben Affleck just delivered it, delivered it perfectly. Do you like him as Batman? Yes, I do. Surprisingly, no. uh, when I first heard that he was cast as Batman, I was going, no, <laughs> but he may be the best thing from Batman v Superman, I thought. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think Zack Snyder got the, got the wrong superhero to direct. He should have directed a Batman movie and let someone else do Superman because mm. Zack Snyder could do shadowy and moody, which is what Batman is. Yeah. And and like you said, he does great action sequences. So it's, it's just a shame that he did Superman, who's like who's like uh, really bright and colorful. Yeah. Whereas this movie, Justice League, was just desaturated. But brighter it, it, than the other movies. It was brighter than the other movies, though. I have to say. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that must be the, the Joss Whedon influence. I I would think so. I would think so. Oh, and did he stick around for the uh, after credits, which I thought was the best part? What were the after credits? I don't remember. Oh, okay. It's like after the credits, they had... The Flash challenging Superman. Yes, race. I did see that. Yes, that was cool. No, I, I thought that was that. great. Yeah, that was fun. If I win, Bruce said something about you having to take us all to brunch. Oh, see, now that's cold. That's a betrayal. I feel stung by that. Okay, but if I win, I get to tell everyone. Deal. 
Which coast? Uh, you know, I've never seen the Pacific. Which is that way, because the sun and it's... Cartoon. They did that in one of the cartoon, one of the animated films. Gentlemen, on your marks, get set. Oh, they did. They did that same scene. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah. I, I almost think that that's a that's kind of like a sign of things to come because I really mm -hmm. do think that they um, again I've said it a thousand times already but this movie is a lot brighter than the other ones this Superman is even the costume seems a richer blue and a brighter red than mm -hmm. the other than the other uh, versions of it okay. And I, I mean, if they, if they can, I mean, who the hell knows if they're gonna make any more of these? Um, I don't know if they're gonna be done after this, or if they're going to move yeah. to um, who was supposed to? There were supposed to be two villains in this. It was supposed to be Steppenwolf and someone else. And I, I think Darkseid. Darkseid, yes, yes, yes. So I guess if you know, they'll end up doing a, a another Justice League movie with Darkseid, I guess. Mm, or maybe they're saving him up for the third one, a la Thanos. Yes. Uh, this is too much like the Avengers, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I telling you, they need they need to rethink their strategy and just do their own thing. Yeah, it's too late now for that. They they're already yeah. ass deep in this thing. They're afraid to take. I mean, Marvel took the risks. Marvel Marvel oh, takes all and the it risks. Paid off beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, DC, you do better. You did better yeah. this time. You did, as far as I'm concerned, you did better this time. But... Oh, I'm raising my eyebrows, man. <laughs> I'm saying, DC, do better. Do better. All right, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna? Ha are we? Should we start rating these movies? We we rated um Last Jedi the last time. Oh yeah. Is this something that we should start doing? Rating these movies one to ten. Style? Sure. Hey, I'm all for it. All right. So, what do you give Justice League? Justice League. I would give it. I would give it a five. Yeah. Wow. Five sounds just about right. Wow. You know, I mean, there's there's some good things in there, but there's a lot of bad things in here too. But it it gets points for effort alone, so. Oh, how generous of you! Yeah, <laughs> five. And you? Yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again. You're an easy grader. Had fun? No, not easy grader at all. Had fun. Was expecting okay. shit. Got something fun. Okay. And maybe that was maybe that was part of it. My expectations were so low. 
that you know it delivered something that I was impressed with enough. But um, but I I, I wasn't um, wasn't really bored by it. I had a, got a good time with everything. So I mean, again, not a perfect movie. Silly in parts. The you know a lot of these movies are pretty cookie cutter. They're all the same. They're you know song and verse, the same movie throughout. But you know, you know who who thought that we'd see a big budget Justice League movie? You know. Hmm. Three hundred yeah. million dollar movie, I guess this this costs. Yeah, and it made seven hundred and seventy five dollars in in the box office. I mean, million dollars. Yeah. And and they think it's a bomb. It's the <laughs> highest grossing bomb ever made. Well, they want to make a billion dollars. That's what they want to make. Yeah. You know, when you're throwing three hundred million dollars, and you're throwing maybe another two or three hundred, maybe four hundred million in advertising. You know, you're you're gonna want a billion dollars, and if these movies <laughs> these days they don't make a billion dollars, that is considered a flop. Yeah, and, and considering the star power in this movie, yeah, it should have done better. Well, I mean, I don't think that's what it takes anymore. I don't think it's star power anymore. I think it's um, subject matter. I mean, the star power wasn't enough to get people to see Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson. But I'd be willing to bet you that if they stayed true to the source material and cast an Asian female lead in that movie, it would have done a little better. Because Scarlett Johansson was never going to get people to go see that movie. What's going to go get people to see those that movie as well as this movie are geeks. Geeks that love this shit and are going to go tell their mom and their wife and their kids and they're going to drag everybody to see these movies. If they're good mm. and if they're faithful to the material. If they're not, no one's going to go, you know? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I guess do better, DC. Jose said it himself. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's it for the Justice League episode yeah. of the Cinepop MovieCast. Thank you for joining us. I am Chuck Conyers. I am Jose Joel's Loretta. And um, we'll see you later on. Same bat time, same bat channel. World needs Superman. I made him a promise. This is why I brought you together. Ride ain't over yet. I'm mad. No, that's your, oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. Yeah, that's, that's what that means. It's so cool.